<laughs> something I'm gonna have Not to. I'm sure I've seen it. To, to but it's gonna be something. What's happening? Yeah, fill us in. Okay, wait, because I don't want to say it wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Uh-uh, if it makes you do that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no, <laughs> exactly, it's, exactly. It's big childish. Like, do I even want to? I'm trying to type as quickly as I can because I like to be accurate on the uh, earth. What is the Accuracy movie matters. with Atlantis? Is that the one where they're underwater, right? Yeah. Yeah, when he when she said her name. It, no, wait, no. That seems right, right? What? That, what you were about to say, that's the same movie, right? Mm-hmm. When she was like, her name was Kirakakash. Yeah. He goes, yeah. Kinaga Shnaga. <laughs> My love, when, when he tried to say her name, and I was like, it's always set with me. It's always just kind of set real. Acting in another lifetime, that's that's where I see you. So I can't wait to see the next timeline, because that's you. I told my mom that's what I was That's, like, that's what I should have been doing. <laughs> yes. I'm in the wrong line of work right now. It should actually be living the dream. Acting, acting. This know. is what your handwriting reminds me of, like the the writing in Atlantis. Like it, it it's. <laughs> That's not where I thought you were gonna reference. That's what it reminds Rogan. me of, kind of like hieroglyphic, hieroglyphic, hieroglyphy. But She's I like it. That's nice. It's a cool little font you got there. Okay, fine. Yeah. Check's done. It's like Arabic. Everyone sounds good. Yeah. Yep, videos look good. Yeah. We're all in there. Press play on our asses. Is that what oh, you're trying to tell us? It's Man. been pressed, it's been pressed, yes. I mean, well, you be... You want to do a three, two, one uh, clap for yeah. me? Oh, yeah. now yeah. you, you want to clap. Now you want to clap. Yo. I hope they can get that Yo. on camera. Wow. I'm glad y'all got to hear this, and I'm glad, like, I'm going to turn the camera so y'all can see Mark back there plotting on us, scheming. Always. That's why I had to make sure you heard the C, the H, S, C, H, and the E in scheming. Schemer. Ready? That's a good song. Thunderclap. Hey, thunderclap. Oh, rock away. Rock away. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Hey. Hey, girl. <laughs> How you feeling? Anything else? Mm-mm. Come on. 
Come on. I needed that actually. Thank you. Oh my goodness. That was- <laughs> Okay, y'all, great. so the last thing I'm going to say about Arthur, because now I'm going to just have to, like, watch the episode. Because I was trying to find the now clip, and the episode is up here. But basically, they're, like, crucifying somebody. But not all the way crucifying, because it's a child show, right? But whatever word they're using that I can't think of, that I can't give up the joke, because then it's not funny, they rhyme the harder. Oh, <laughs> uh, see? And, see? And, it's not Nakers, but it's <laughs> like, man, it it's was... a word that makes you do the Leo Leonardo DiCaprio head. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't, oh, I just don't know how I it. feel about it. Shrek no more. I just like, I just. It changed things for you. <laughs> I so like, I feel like I've thought this maybe before, but like, it just really. Don't let me take it know. too deep. Cause then does that mean that old girl was really like passing? Until the lights go down. Not even passing, but like, I mean, imagine being cursed with dark skin at night. And then in the morning, you wake up a white girl. uh, Is that her? Huh? Is she what's her face from Lovecraft Country? Oh, we just taking this all over the globe. The the one that gets to be white. Oh, yeah. um, The sister. What Mm -hmm. the hell is her name? It's the reverse effect of that. Yeah. I. Dang. Fiona could be doing that. That's true. I mean, imagine, chose, I mean, being black. Look what like, she chose. If rightfully you, so. Yeah, if you see black. Yeah, because like at the end of the second movie, he was like, I mean, we could be, we could be like this, like humans, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, they was like, no, nah, we going to. No, I want to be black. Yeah. Right. You know, but, I, but it was kind of like, there's a catch 22 with it all because it's like they were kind of associated with being gross, like in a swamp and, you know, just doing gross things. And it was cute because they was together doing gross things. And mm. it was like, once you go to the dark side, though, it's lit. Yeah. But according to that video that I sent y'all before, like, apparently it's not a choice. Like, it was like, once you go black, you can never, you never come, no, you never go back. But like, is that gonna let you back? Like, is that why it's a thing? So it's hey. Ooh. It was it was so much. It was just so much to unpack. I should have made sure my Shrek with me. <laughs> God kiss it, devil work. miss it. Like <laughs> the group Shrek. Because I was even thinking about it too. I was like, Shrek was just out here minding his business and then he just like woke up and it was just like Fairy tale creatures on his. You know what? I'm not gonna do a full analysis of Shrek. I'll save it for another day. But <laughs> but you're not wrong though. You're not wrong. You're right. But that's the magic of Disney. We're gonna tell you this mm. very real ass cryptic ass, maybe a little bit unfortunate and traumatic message. But we are gonna paint it, and we'll give you nice good songs. Cause so this just fun. sounds like a black man. Even like when she was talking in the like you like it. You know it just mm, Shrek is a black man. I've. Trick's name, like on the manuscript, was Devante, and then, like they changed it, like to you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. It was like, nah, we got to make this story like for kids, so let's turn them into sued. ogres and humans. Like, you don't be sued. <laughs> you're right. I am. <laughs> I am. I am. Go to Marcus. Go, Go to Marcus. Marcus. Go to Marcus. Dang. Man. <laughs> this is how you kicking it off. I'm just, you know what? I Let's tell people started. all the time. It's fine. We can get started. We can get started right now. 
Like, you've been cooking. <laughs> you've been cooking. The listeners are probably taking this home like, damn. Yeah. Shrek is niggardly. <laughs> you you did that. I you spoke. I a um, word. I don't know. Like I, I'm. You making sense? And now we're here. I just want y'all to try sense. it. I want y'all to try it, and I want y'all to message me directly, please. Let like, it sit in spirit, and like tell me did tell me Shrek ain't black. Watch that shit from beginning to motherfucking end. Tell me Shrek ain't black. Come is, on, is now. Shrek Stanley? Like, huh? Is Shrek Stanley still in the office? Because you know he didn't want to be bothered with nobody. He was not in the mood. Low key, low <laughs> key. Lo, on the lowest of keys lowest like of keys. yo like he just wanted to go out there and like you know just be out there chilling you know with himself on his land my, on his land Mine and his i was business. like you know what i'm saying they gentrified his land <laughs> you know what i'm saying like they we know this you know story. what i'm saying they relocated they We've relocated the residents yeah. in order to you know to we like see to, it regularly you know i'm just i was like this looks so real i've seen this before in the news it's looking like, like I've, I've seen this before it's driving like truth down truth so <laughs> did you get the chance to laugh did you get to enjoy Man, it from I didn't a get to enjoy it because eddie murphy okay. is hilarious especially as a donkey like i feel like his spirit animal gotta be a donkey waffles. like that's my favorite role that eddie murphy has ever played and i mean that mm. like that is the most fitting <laughs> voice like for a cartoon character ever in my opinion like if you were thinking about the most just annoying donkey that just did not shut the fuck up and just you know it was you're not wrong it just fits so well. Mm-hmm. He even got to sing in there, and you know, people forget. We know that, you, you know, love that. <laughs> we know you love party that. All the time is my shit, and I, I have no shame in that. Lexi, I was learning the baseline, and I just ended up listening to it a lot by accident. But also, it was also like a byproduct of like my Rick James just. You, know, you got to go through like, a good Rick James phase. You got to go through. You a will always good find one. party all the time in Lexi's algorithms on YouTube. It's always going to be there. <laughs> Ready to roll, video ah. ready to play, and oh, what's the wow. what's the Rick James? Uh, give it to me, baby. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love he, that though. But he's one of but like so. I had Rick James phases when I was younger, but yes. like when I started playing bass and I was just looking up, you know, just dope ass bass players that you know like that I fucked with. Who I'm like, oh, these bass lines are like legendary. Like, let me just immerse myself and just be obsessed the obsessive Sagittarius that I am. But we are in Sag season. So I am feeling as expansive as possible right now. I'm expanding. Mm. You know Come on, expansive. Saying? You know, I've been eating a lot of bread, you know. <laughs> I've been <laughs> Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Hey, I'm glad we got Was this new good setup, y'all. I'm glad that we got this new cla- like camera setup so y'all can see what actually be happening. Y'all need to be seeing the faces a little bit more vividly. And, uh, you know, shout out to Mark. You know, Shout out to Mark. You know, moving on up with the production, you know. Can you wave and people see you? Wave. Come on. Come on. Wave. There we go. <laughs> that was like kind it. of enthusiastic. I like it. He tries, guys. <laughs> He tries. Well, let me go ahead and introduce us because it's been a while. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy to be back in the studio. So what's up, everybody? This is Lisa's, a.k.a. Holy Lex, and this is Radical Alignment. Ooh. <laughs> the podcast that explores awkward adulting for the divine millennial. With me, I have my lovely, lovely co-hosts. Plural. <laughs> Plural. Corey. Ooh. With an I, the correct spelling. 
aka the Black Daria. The blackest. And you know her name. She got blonde braids this time. Hold on. Can you they keep swinging them braids? Keep swinging them braids around for just Why did just I see this one coming? Time. Yeah, swing them. Swing them. Mm. Yes. Mm. Mm. AK the six. I should have waited to make you swing them like at the six part. Come on, one more time. Okay, let's try it again. All right, All right let's rehearse it. And five, six, seven, eight. AK the six. Yes. Upside down. It's a nine now. How you mama now? Ooh, we. Can you tell them it's your birthday? Can we do the whole thing? It's, let's talk about it. I let know. me do the because the air horn is needed, but I need I need it to be that. So. Y'all, since we since we last reconvened on these lovely airways, our our lovely Lisas celebrated the big Holy Lex Day. See, oh it ain't just God. a birthday around these parts. It's a whole national real nigga holiday. Oh, and this was a whole three decades it. in this thing. Bum, 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 bum. Did y'all hear Happy that? 30th. Hey, you know, thank you. The Happy dirtiest. birthday. Thank you. The I, I'm five days out the hood, you know, five days out the ghetto. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We've been living you good, you know. You've been so <laughs> intentional leading up to this transition. So You've been so intentional and vocal. And I, the more I... the. I'm, I'm only five days out here, but you know, like the more I think about it, the more I'm just like, yeah, you had to do that preparation or you, what was, what was you going, what was your mind going to be like after it happened? I'm actually relieved it's over. Like, so I can shut the fuck up about it by now. The way women well. be like, my man, my man, my man. That's how Lexi is with my thirties. I'm turning thirty. Look, I'm turning thirty. I don't know if y'all remember that viral yeah, video of the girl not, being like, "I'm in my thirties. It's permission to be lame, and I love it. I'm in my thirties. Like, really, I girl, like, I'm in my thirties. Um, she wag, she thirty. We we ain't gotta. This is it's less of an expectation. Wait. I can't wait. And it's, I mean, it's it's a thing. You're right. I have been my manning my thirties, but like I love it. I got it's it, so well deserved though. You because what a journey. Tells me you've gotten a lot of practice in, and I can really appreciate. That. <laughs> Why you nodding, Mark? What the fuck you nodding for? Wow, <laughs> he nodding hard. He was. Y'all can't see him. That's what I'm saying. That's what, I gotta look at all of them at the same. Time. <laughs> Y'all gotta Factual. see. Y'all don't know, but go. let me go ahead and shout out our sponsor, the Tape Eater app. You know what the Tape Eater app is. If what you it is. Watch, if you've listened to the show, if you watch the show, you already know. Download it straight to your iPhone via the App Store. Get all of the mixtapes. All of the, like, you know, you dat piffers. You know, you, you mix CD connoisseurs. Like, the Ooh. early forms of DJing before we could get the boards. You know what I'm saying? So... Shout out to the tape eater. Make sure you go download that. Can I get an air horn? Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that just—it's always like a really Stack good. It like it's like a. It's like a. It's like it reminds me in my head. I see it like as a springboard, like it's a dive, and like you know, like once it splashes and then it just kind of coasts out. Like that's what it feels like. I like that. I like. Yes. That's why I speak in metaphors because I have to like. I felt the vibration. What's the picture person like? Who? No, does that even? That might not even be a thing. I'm sure somebody done studied it. Like, uh, see things in pictures. Yeah, no, that see makes words, sense. Sing sounds. Actually, Pharrell did that. That's what happened. Yeah, it is. Are you cracking? <laughs> Over there mm. cracking your knuckles. Stupid. All right. We are not at the chiropractor, dog. Like <laughs> anything else. 
Any, anything else? When are you going to go to the chiropractor? Shit, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and... I'm bullshitting you, right? I'm going to set that appointment up, like, as soon as possible. <laughs> as soon as possible. I got to try to see what the booking is like. But I can at least reach out to my masseuse and chiropractor tomorrow. I can commit to I that. I think I want to gift people that yeah. listen. It's... I'm between gifting people massages and hair appointments to get their hair washed. Because I'm not going to say it again. It's the most luxurious thing I've ever experienced this year. That is such a good gift. I want everybody to have hydration treatments and get their hair washed and their temples rubbed. It's and different and, and get that really crown chakra the reactivated. And I was like, am I going to go back to the life where I start doing this DIY stuff? Hell no. No, absolutely What was you DIYing? Girl, my, my whole like first, the first shit, three years I was here, I was really like man in this main by myself. Ooh. And now I'm like, oh, slavery. It's oh, you slavery. mean your hair. Girl, I thought she was like doing some. Girl, no. What? Mr. Fix-It nah. about the builder. Look, but you know what? I could figure everything out. Like, you know, I, I did it well enough to where I'm like, oh, I figured out the knotless little braids. I figured out, you know, I had to do them real big because, you know what I'm saying, I'm not about to do like 100 braids on my head. I can, I can, I can, you stay doing your own hair, yeah. which is just next level. Hey. Next level everything. It was out of, like, it was definitely... Hey, you know, I, I like to switch it up too much at one point in time, so it was kind of like... Like I like this is gonna be very expensive if I don't like figure out some of this and then some of it like I actually I made it like an experience like when I first went natural like part of the motivation well I was like you know how am I gonna do the upkeep on this one of the uh, first like influencers I saw and she's like she like fell off the face of the earth but her name is Nate J Grace and like she was she said you need to make it feel like an activity instead of a chore and mm-hmm. the like it's just like what I say with like dark and light with everything like it's like activity just sounds better than chore like it's like okay i'm gonna twist my hair like okay i'm gonna and we're i had to turn it into like a therapeutic thing i listened to some drake you know what i'm saying like really yeah get through the you know you if gotta make an experience beat, i can do it faster i think it's like an adhd thing like that's why i like lo-fi music like in the background when i'm working because i feel i can focus more there's some science behind it i feel like i watched the youtube video on that sorry guys i do watch youtube videos sometimes to learn things but not all things not political things just i just feel like i put that out there shit but that'd be the news too it'd be a lot of resources out there and like people like have criticism about like all the resources out there oh no that's hateration and dancer like there you know there's there's some things out here that are pretty useful like you could just you can youtube anything right now like no that's a fact everything 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 but yeah, so yeah, so we, you know, we collectively decided it would be just a good time to talk about like discipline, um, which applies to hair care. <laughs> and and like, as I was doing my face mask today, you know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't done one in weeks, and I was thinking about how like when I'm in a work groove, like. I I lose I lose discipline that I have already created with my self care like where like I mean it it takes real discipline for me to just like no like make the time for this like please make the time for this and or just you know treat yourself better to where you're not so tired by so where the end of the day when you had planned this like now you can't do it so mm-hmm. um yeah discipline's That's already so always been a slippery slope with me I feel like I had like strict parents ish but like also 
they could have been seen as you know not very strict to like i guess other people i guess depending on perspective mm-hmm. but like ah uh, I feel like I've always had a decent balance with it. Like, you know, I'm very much like still kind of like a procrastinator sometimes, but that's just because I, I got to figure out, I got to figure out where that block is. <laughs> For real, I got to figure it out. But, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. What are your guys' experiences with discipline? Like when you, like what's the earliest you can remember like developing a routine or, um, being very matter of fact about something that you didn't necessarily have to do, but you made a decision to do. You want me to take this first? You can. I know my answer. Okay, then you go first. Okay. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> we need just like buzzer. Yes, yeah. please. We need an easy button. So discipline is always that? right. Mark, we need an easy button. Thank you. No. Put it in the budget, please. <laughs> in the budget don't don't aggravate him you know you know how he gets with us and now he's on camera now (laughs) you're right but yeah for me discipline is is always one of those subjects that i never get tired of talking about because to be honest i never stop struggling with it (laughs) so i love i admire people that thrive in that area i love picking people's brains of how the what their strengths are and like where their struggles lie because for me when you think about like growing up, um, I feel like I didn't have a lot of discipline at all. And that's because I was a very obedient child by nature. Like doing what I was told just made sense to me. Not getting in trouble just made sense to me. Mm-hmm. So when I think of like discipline from that space, like it was it was effortless because it didn't have to be enforced. But as I got older and after I became an adult, I definitely saw the um, opposite side of that because after I left my mother's house I had no one to tell me what to do or even observe what I do mm-hmm. and um, it was like dang I have to discipline myself and like how do I do that mm-hmm. college you know even high school really you know it had its own like exposure to discipline I think mm-hmm. I'm probably still a procrastinator since Sumner that is such a superpower though which part all of that I mean, yeah, All for that, sure. But definitely the the procrastination that is a superpower, and in a, yeah, so many people like find out that they can work under that pressure, and that like that. I mean, in the academic space, but also just you know, I guess in life. But I mean, yeah, we it it could always be improved, right? But it definitely has its spaces, and um, I think religion also kind of embedded a little bit of discipline in me in different ways whether it was through rules of what you can and cannot do right or just practices like fasting or the discipline to pray the discipline to set time out to read your word like that evolved for me into well if I can make space for that then well I can make space to meditate I can make time to be disciplined to journal or whatever like and like you said Lex that goes in like seasons because mm-hmm. Something always falls off the table, like, first, right? So whether it's your self-care or whether it's your fitness routine or your eating habits, like, something is always the first to fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like for me with discipline, it's it's one of those areas that, like, I never stop obsessing over a little bit, to be honest, but also feel like I'll never stop learning either. So that's nice. I like that. Um, yeah, those answers are so good, man. So is yours. It is. <laughs> it is. I was. Um, I'm only just gonna add this in here yeah, real no, no. quick. Um, I was 
I watch a lot of documentaries, as we all know. Um, and like Explained is a really good uh, documentary series on Netflix. It's actually really good. And one is talking about like the brain and it's talking about focus. Like um, they had a whole series on just the brain and the, the specific episode where it was talking about focus. Do you think like technology has an impact on your ability to discipline yourself? Um I feel like just even the way they explain like how email worked and like how it changed, like, you know, getting a ping on your phone, it just feels more immediate. Like, you know, like, like this demands your immediate attention, attention. And then just like the emotions tied to, you know what I'm saying? The instant gratification of getting a response back, like after you've, you know what I'm saying? Like put words out there, you know what I'm saying? Like, does that impact like, well, I can just answer this text real quick before I start doing this. And it's just kind of like, nah, like, or do you start the thing first? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just to have the, basically just how the, the demands of life and just being more accessible in general by lots of people at once um, can just kind of be overwhelming. And it made me think about, like, my own patterns. Like, yeah, like, sometimes I'm glued to the phone. Like, I said I was going to start reading at this time, but I... I answered all these DMs or I uh, constructed this email and now it's an hour later than what I planned. So now I can't read as long as I planned before I plan on doing these other tasks. And so like I see where my discipline like kind of lacks in those areas. But like I've still been trying to like figure out healthy ways to like find the balance between what that looks like. You know, like being honoring my time and being disciplined enough to like um like follow through with the things that I had planned for myself versus, you know, just like outside obligations. And so I don't know, it's, it's something that I, I, I juggle with, but the first time I vividly remember like just what discipline felt like, um, was kind of mm. like in sports, like, mm. or at least when it came to like disciplining myself, like being able to, you know what I'm saying? Like focus in practice, learn new things quickly. Um, our coaches were very different than the coaches now. <laughs> uh, so uh, very loud, very aggressive, very different, just very different. And so um, just knowing, like trying to like trying to eat right during the season, trying to, you know, like really you were just lucky to eat when you were in high school, like a bag of hot chips and then try to go to practice. But, know. you know, stupid kids. Um, <laughs> but, you know, just trying, but trying to like be conscious about, things that I know will make me a better player, um, things that I just, you know, like how much time it takes away from, like, my schoolwork, how much time it takes away from, like, my friends, whatever the case may be, whatever I figured was important at that time and trying to, like, balance all of those things. But, like, my parents kept me, like, in a lot of activities, so I almost didn't have the option to not be disciplined because I had literal shit to do. And I don't know. I think maybe that. You had a schedule very may, young. Yeah. Maybe I was like, maybe I'm experiencing burnout, like as an adult where it's just like, you know what? Like I'm gonna have to be late <laughs> like, and, and just, you know, I mean, I get I that know. because yeah. I used to, um, I think this was before I really dove into my chart and now it gives me even more of an excuse. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you when you're set up with a schedule through your parents or through what you're doing with extracurriculars or school and stuff, you know, athletes talk all the time about that transition to not having um, practice every day and stuff like that and just the difference on your body schedule. But, yeah, I just I didn't have to be told what to do. So I also kind of had this freedom to do whatever I wanted to. And then after I got grown, it was like, Oh, you can't do that all the time. But then when I got really into like understanding my astrology placements, um, you know, I have a lot of Leo placements and 
yeah, indulge. I was made to indulge. I was made to do what I want, in fact. Niggas never should have gave me ammo. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. thankfully, you know, Saturn, Saturn be doing its thing, humbling me, um, <laughs> you know, humbling me real good, I must say. But otherwise, yeah, it's it's like, oh, yeah, I'm this. This is going to be an area that I'm constantly working towards or constantly going to have to be mindful of, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to always claim it as a struggle, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like some people are wired to be really disciplined, Capricorns, Earth's placements, like and others are just a lot more impulsive with certain areas of their lives. I mean, I am a Sag stellium. So if you're in, if you are, if your representation is indulgence, I am over indulgence. Like, you know, the seventh that like what the seven deadly sins that like is associated with like Sagittarius is gluttony. Like mm-hmm. I am prone to just no, why stop there? Let's keep going. It is. <laughs> you, you, 30 but legs I, <laughs> look a lot different than 22 legs. And man, even in that man, regard, like. Yeah. yeah I realized that. I'd be like, who ready to go home? <laughs> you? <laughs> and I don't think. I, but the thing is, even at the parties, I was always the first person to ready, be ready to go home. Like, I was like, all right, well, I've seen enough. I just needed to, like, I, you know, like, I. That's fair. I just want to see all y'all and, and do what we do when I see y'all. And then, you know, I'm going to leave. That's go fair. Eat. Let's go eat. Wouldn't y'all rather be eating? Or <laughs> wouldn't y'all rather be not <laughs> around these niggas? Like, I just, I don't. That's a word. Corey, I have to know, as as a Capricorn, because <laughs> I you are, like, my goals of planning and just, like, oh. structure and just earth placement things. <laughs> What does it look like to be God's favorite? (laughs) See, nobody believes me when I say that. The parents Um, of the Zodiac. (laughs) But you got some fire in you, so maybe that rules on on the under. We're just a walking issue (laughs) of chaos. Which is with the solution. A walking issue of chaos. That's true. You are the solution. Like I'll, I'll I'll give you a choice. Do you want the solution or do you, you know, you want chaos? Whatever. Mm. Support. That is a that is quite Are the we, balance. Oof. As having Capricorn in my, my my first house, I'm very practical about when I decide. Like I am very clear headed when I decide not to do something. Thank God I have I Virgo to do. Like I was just like, you know what? I'll eat the consequence. Like I'll be ready to accept the consequences of this. And I think that's another thing that maybe the like, calmness that becomes you. Is, yeah, mm. it's scary. Yeah, I think <laughs> of when it's just like this. This is how it's gonna go. It just feels like. It just like washes you, and you're like, "Oh, you mean this?" Yeah, I'm not gonna ask. I think what also having high expectations from like my parents and peers and shit, like younger, like that made me just very. <laughs> I don't know. That put me like in a mode to be able to just be a, a high and good producer all the time. That like I don't know when I had the option to not like i don't know <laughs> um I, like it's like you could be an a student but i mean like oh, i'm cool with a b minus like you know like it's like mm-hmm. at least when it like but if that what means i can balance again? everything else out and just balance everything else out to like where i'm not burning myself out in one area because i'm studying but it's like that yeah it, it's like i was like I'm, it's kind of like you know what i could like I could drive myself. I think it's the peace of mind that I just 
that I developed. The peace of mind like, and getting things done. The peace of mind and taking care of myself and not running myself ragged to get things done. Yeah. And like, I think that's just what it is. It's like, nah, you can get this B minus. Like, mm. if I'm B minus all across the board, like, I'm like, oh, I'm cool. Like, even if, like, you got a couple A's, you know, here and there, but, like, I, look, straight A's is hard, y'all. Like, when you, I don't know, like, the people who I associated with having straight A's was people who wasn't doing nothing else after school or around school. It was just kind of like, I'd rather be just, like, good at everything. That's that's know. a real place to decide upon. Like, like yeah. I'll take the L. It's like, hey, like, I can't study for both of these tests tonight, but I'm also not about to drive myself crazy studying for both of these tests. So I'm going to study a little bit on both of them, and we're going to get a B on each one, and we're going to yeah. be okay. Like, I can't. Problem well, solving. Yeah, problem solving. Especially the way, you know, then you get off to school or in a a job setting, and it's like you have all these responsibilities. And it's like, oh, you must think this is the one area of my life that, I can dedicate all of my time to yeah. like, don't you know, I got to divide and conquer this thing. Yeah. And I feel like as we get older, if we like evaluate different pockets of the things in our lives, I haven't done this. I ain't even going to flex, but like taking stock yeah. and measurement of like, where are you at with each of those areas with work, with your finances, with relationships. Um, and me and my coworkers were having conversations about how like you can thrive in one area and like completely, be lax and, and off track with others. And mm-hmm. so just, I try not to overuse the word balance, but really, like you said, like divide and conquer and just the word balance. a word, right? <laughs> you can like, that's yeah, seriously, like seriously. Yeah. And if I don't, I don't know. I think like I was, I was really pushed hard to shine. And then once I realized I'm like, there's not really that many benefits to this that I receive personally. Like I'm shining. There are not that up. many perks of being the favorite. Is it's not like ask about I, me. Like what it uh, has has everybody said, but including Dave Chappelle. That's the first thing I think about. Like uh, nobody wants to be the first black anything. Like I I don't aspire to be that. And like I feel like especially being like a '90s baby, like post crack era, like we could, we put all the hope into this kid, and it's like no, nah, I want to be okay. Like I want to be average, not average, but you know, like I mean, I don't know. Like it was like hey, like. Not much is changing, like, between, like, this A, like, this A and this B. And, I mean, like, just the, I guess whatever, I guess you would consider, like, opportunities-wise. But, I mean, if they weren't opportunities that I wanted to entertain, then I didn't, I had no value in, I guess, the opportunities of being a 4.0 student or a 3.5 student. Like, even, I was, I was, I held on to my 3.3, y'all. Like, we was good. Like, that was good. But I'm just like, if like two points on a grade point average is like enough to count me out of a job, like or enough to count me out of like an experience, then that ain't for me. And I'm OK, because this because I would get in that program. I mean, y'all picked who y'all picked on purpose or, you know, like, but you know, I had academic scholarships in school, but it was just kind of like that sound like me with dance class. Like I actually I'm gonna just keep dancing, but y'all ain't got to put me in competition. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna keep dancing. Anxiety. That's a different set. And then, like, shit that people are just now seeing is toxic. Like, so question. Dance moms. Like, right. Like, what's the lady name? Abby. That's her name. Mm -hmm. Like, why she be yelling at them kids? I would have rocked her shit. Oh my god. Like, like if I was a parent, like, huh? All the things in the thing. You let her make your seven year old cry. What the? Huh? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, you know, like, a kid's feelings ain't going to get hurt as they grow. Like, you know, like, don't get me wrong. But I was just like, all right. Like, 
<laughs> like sometimes I just gotta sit back and just be like, you know, teach his own. I mean, wanna be on top? Like, I guess. <laughs> I even rewatch. I even rewatch like some episodes of America's Next Top Model. Like, do I want to be on top at the at this at the expense of this? Like, so when you fast forward <laughs> to like adulthood, uh-huh. like when you fast forward to like adulthood and all the, all these things that we've learned over time, of course, mm-hmm. like discipline now, and especially through a pandemic where there's really, I think we've equally given ourselves enough grace mm-hmm. to not uphold these crazy standards that maybe we had or maybe we see projected externally from us. Mm -hmm. But, like, what areas are you cognizant of your discipline right now? Like, Lex has been talking about getting back to doing her face mask regimen and things like that. Uh Um, I have cut back a lot on crab legs since 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I've been craving them, too. I've been trying to be chill. I'll cut back, but not by choice. I mean... Probably why the Lord I, took my car away. Because look. Like, bitch, because you're going to be out at Pier 88. <laughs> blowing your checks. First of all, it's $20 in gas to get I there. And then you're going to get there. You're going to blow 40. You're going to blow the You fought the urge. You fought the urge. That was discipline. Like, What'd you tell yourself? Oh, you said you had food at home? I don't care how much money is in my account. These crab legs getting ate. I found eight. out they had happy hour, and I was like, ooh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they do. So. Yeah. yeah, they do. Corey, I'm looking at you. I just... I think I, it's... Oh, go ahead. Go Sorry. ahead. No, I think the pandemic is just making people reevaluate. Like, mm, just because you can don't mean you should. Like, just because yeah. you can fit all these things in a day don't mean you should. Maybe there's no benefit. Maybe it really don't make no difference if we turn this in this week or versus next week. Like, I don't feel like it's, I feel like we're learning that, like, the path the release that we're of urgency, on is just, huh? the path that we're on just isn't sustainable. Like, I mean, y'all are beating people over the head, like, mentally much harder than, you know, like, I feel like any generation and any humans who have existed, like, have had to endure in my opinion. And so like, uh, I don't know. I think it's important to know your limits. And I think just because I was able to go, I think that's why I'm in the mindset now where not necessarily like B plus, like I don't want to make it seem like I'm not like trying really hard when I do a whole lot of things, but like knowing your limits. And, um, actually it was one sports related, um, situation that made me know for a fact, like I know where my limits are and they are just like, I'm not doing it. Like I was, I was in ninth grade and I sprained my ankle in a game and my coach, like, and I, I want to say it was, it had maybe been a week, maybe not even a week, but like, I guess I was able to walk still. So like, I don't know if my coach thought I was faking it or whatever the fuck, but like, kind of like, like, kind of like bullied me into playing another, like playing on a hurt ankle. And then mm. I fucked it up worse. And you know, like, was out even longer and I was and like missed out on opportunities you know what I'm saying that like to just play up and just do different things and I just remember just being like I could have just set my ass down longer but I let this you know like I mean but when you're 14 15 you know like and all you taught you're taught is to people please and you know like and and that's seen as obedience or just you know like whatever whatever accolades you feel like you need as a child in order to be seen as a good kid you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying like I was like, no, nah, I'm never doing that again. Like, I mean, it'll just be certain. I think about moments. AK brings this up all the time. Like, what was the moment where everything changed? Like, that was my moment where everything changed. I was like, never the fuck again. 
I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like I like I'm not gonna be hurt and I'm not gonna push myself. Like the answer is gonna be no. Like I feel like I did that. Like uh, I sprained my, my ankles. Awful. Well, I sprained my ankles as an adult, and I was like, no, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> like I'm I'm gonna hurt myself. I'm hurt, and I cannot go beyond this right here. Whatever consequences come with that, we can run all of those because I just. Um, I think that's just where it comes with with where discipline came became a real thing. Like when it started to like affect me physically, I only get one of these. <laughs> like that's and I ain't got enough money for surgery. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? I don't. I can't get my knees done if they go out. You know, so <laughs> like in white cheeks. No, they wasn't getting their knees done. Okay, so <laughs> like. I'm working that's with what real. I got. So like when y'all think about where where you thrive and where your strengths are and where you still struggle, like what does that look like in the realms of discipline? Necessary casualties. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I gotta do a lot. I gotta do a lot tomorrow. Um like I, oh, okay, I did I did a lot today, but I needed to do all this a lot today, but I'm sacrificing my sleep. So when I wake up, like, I got to get this coffee. <laughs> like, I got to get this coffee or else I'm going to die. So your but strength now I'm is hungry, knowing. So, like, I got to eat. I just have to eat. Like, I, th- I think it just, man, it just, I just think about productivity and just the way we re- receive productivity and just, like, you, you, like in my in my area in my personal area, like eating. Like I be trying to like really eat right. Like I really be trying to focus on it. But sometimes it's like I cannot accommodate this right now. <laughs> like, you know, so like I can't like I just need to be able to to get to the next hour and a half. You know what I'm saying? And so like it's a shame that I, you know, push myself to those limits, but I need better discipline in not not only um time management, but just like task management on top of that mm. so other things can fall in line like usually it'd be one thing that can like domino affect everything else back to where it needs to be but like i guess making your mind up that this is important enough to make time for like it's i juggle i struggle with that all the time core yeah um i need to like Back it up, because um, my answer goes along with the discipline part that I didn't touch on. Back that ass up there. Um, Girl, you look so, good, won't you? Back to your ass. original question about discipline, I definitely grew up with, like, the good kid, bad kid concept, right? And I think that propelled a lot of me in, like, the way that I operate in the system. And so fast forward now to the actual question, I would say it's efficiency is something that I really, really, really find important in my life and being efficient allows me to be intentional. And that's like my thing. Mm. And like anything that I, in like healthy Corey, we are firing at all cylinders. She's super intentional, but it, I like, I need routine. And so discipline for me right now looks like I need to focus on how I can be effective with my time, but I need to be not like, Oh, not like married to the time concept, but just being able to like get all the things done. And I recognize like I'm an extremist. And so like the moment that a system gets out of whack for me and I can say, mm, I'll do it later. I probably won't ever return back to that thing for a very long time. And so I have Knowing to just get that. back into the system of saying like, okay, I yeah. got to do this. I'm sorry. I can't do this right now. I got to do this and like stick into it prioritizing those specific things yeah no that's why i remember one time years ago someone told me uh, because they used to go to the gym same time every day 
And um, they said, being strict about my time with this one thing allows me to have freedom with the rest of my time Mm -hmm. with everything else. And it was like, huh. At the time, I had never thought of it like that. Like being devoted and disciplined to something at, at any particular time, even if it's your bath routine, you know, like it'll, it allows you to be flexible elsewhere. Um, and and I thought that was interesting. The better. Yeah. The earlier you start in your day, the better. And like, mm, it's, it's real difficult for me as a person who requires routine, but hates it. Yes. It. I get so bored. I don't know. So where, what does it make yeah. you feel like? What, Cause whew, fire sign. <laughs> it gets so mundane to me. I think I'm just like, like, do you feel like you're being punished? Ah, uh, yeah. Or not quite. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'm so I have dramatic. to do things today. Like, mm, when, like, what is the tweet? Like, when you get the job that you pray for, you got an attitude that you got to go to the job that you pray for. Like, I love this job, but I don't want to do it right now. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, when I feel like it, when yeah. I, when I feel like it. And, but if I were to live my life on, if I feel like it, not shit would get done. And I recognize Seriously. that about myself. Um. And so, yeah, I need it. I need routine. I really, really do. But I try. I'm trying to find a healthy relationship with routine. And I and I and I can admit that I have. I'm in the midst of finding that. You do well. <laughs> you do. You have I a do. whole a whole dry erase board. I have a dry erase board in a planner. I try to do. I try to do the things. I'm really like okay. Like bottom. I try at least in the in the planner put the bottom line things like these things must happen. It's funny you mentioned. No, seriously, it's funny you mentioned because I totally forgot I used to say that. Like, what was the moment that changed everything? I'm trying to think what was the L or like the fumble that like really led me on the process of like, no, we got to be intentional. (laughs) Like, we have to really dedicate. And prioritizing for whatever reason sounds so different than what it really is. Like, no, it's literally bumping this particular thing, like, to the top of the list. Like, today, before I left work, like, my coworkers was like, you're not leaving? Because I'd be staying late. And it was like, I just got to, I got to send this email. Like, I got to sit here and send this email before I leave this office. Because I'm not going to do it in the car. I'm not going to do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I got to do it right now. But even with like, um, oh, shoot, that dot's escaping, but it'll circle back around. But yeah, yeah. all the things in the things. I'm trying to con- control my sim. You know what I'm saying? Like, really <laughs> control. My oh, that's sim. what I was going to say. Yeah. I just feel like even with um, when you make like lifestyle changes, mm-hmm. whether it's like routine or your health or nutrition, like whatever that area is, whether it's like drinking more water or eating more nutritious foods. Like I think sometimes once you directly see how it benefits you or just improves your quality of life, like it makes it that much easier for it to be a non-negotiable. Like I remember years ago when I just water wasn't on my list of things to prioritize. And then I got enough damn headaches and it was like, let me incorporate this into my lifestyle. And now it's like, it's a Mm non-negotiable. Um, people that choose to be vegan or choose to be plant-based it's my my coworker. we were talking about that i guess someone was like joking on her about eating salads and she's like you should be eating salads like your body should be taking in greens every single day like mine can't thrive without it and so just 
not to be above anyone else, but just like you get to a certain point where it's just certain things that contribute to your well-being are completely non-negotiable until those phases where it might fall off. But otherwise, I think that's the illusion of variety for one. I just wanted to talk about the salad, Mm. like the illusion of variety, like, you know, like we go to go to school and they're serving something for lunch every day you know what i'm saying but like you know pb and j was constant because it was like hey like this is you know what i'm saying like if you hate everything else pbj was constant but like in my mind that's what it just made me think of like like no you can eat a salad every day and it can be the exact same salad every day you know what i'm saying like and it shouldn't affect everything if the food is being used as an intentional source for energy as opposed to just why are you looking at me like that? I was waiting for you to say why are you laughing and I'm well, laughing and I'm really sorry because you're making a great point but I'm laughing because of how I used to eat rice every single day and I used oh to amaze God. you at all the different ways yeah that I was could me. eat some rice I was like I mean okay like it's like it is the ultimate side dish that so I've heard. Um, but so. back to salads and the fact yeah. that you can like, and that's where you most can't people eat them every day. Like say they can't, but it's know, true. Yeah, you know, it's like I, I think we're just very privileged in America to where like it's just like nah, I ate that yesterday. Like so, like and then like telling yourself like nah, really so like so, but did it do what it was supposed to do? Like I don't know. Like it, again, and your like, juice when, cleanse probably really. Yeah, that amplified was, that for you too. Yeah, and and I think that w- that was I was leading to my next point about like patience. Like they say, it takes mm-hmm. twenty one days to form a habit, and a lot of these good health practices in general like require. Like I think anything that you practice or you want to put in practice to improve your lifestyle, it requires real focus and real time invested in self um and just in whatever you're planning on doing in order to be effective for you as in order to be useful for you like drinking water like you know what i'm saying okay drink your water your skin's gonna get clear i mean like you're not gonna see results in like three days you know what i'm saying you can't like get your 64 ounces in for three days and be like ah okay i'm over this you know like i 21 day like it, it has to (laughs) reference to the period episode like it has to go through a cycle like it has to complete a cycle and um yeah like i have i'm an unfinished projector trust me and i've i have no shame in that Mm -hmm. Um, what about you i think a lot of ideas i was just gonna say i think lex is making such a good point with the like yeah it does take at least three weeks of like consistently doing a thing to form that habit but also what i think about is like even with myself because i'm doing a lot of soul work over here but like the the the, there's that thing that's like oh yeah you should just do this because it's better for you right but also like people need to feel that agency of like but why Mm. and like knowing the why and knowing why they're doing the thing Mm. and I think that's something that we or or just maybe the pandemic has allowed us to kind of escape from a little bit of like okay we got to get back to normal but we're not even like considering the whys of things. Yeah. Oh, we did this thing to survive through pandemic and it right. made me feel good. I was, I had more energy and now I don't do that thing anymore. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta get back to work mode. I gotta, I got yeah. all these other things I need to do. And it's like, why? What was the thing that was holding you there? Why were you doing it in the first place? You should drink yeah. more water. Absolutely. Your body needs it. Ask the why. And it's like your skin. Right. And it's like, but what does that mean to you? Yeah. If you're not a person that's willing to like make sure you're doing the upkeep and you don't even know why you're doing it, then 
It's not gotta have value. And so that that three weeks and like to the earlier point that was made about like changing the word even from like doing a chore to making an activity. And it's like, is it even fun to you? There's people, Mm. you know, skincare is a thing that you do very well. And when we talk about like the facials and like (laughs) the skincare and all that, and it's like (laughs) because you enjoy it. Not because, you know, this is something you saw somewhere else and you just need to do this thing to get, you know, to the next thing. You enjoy it. And it's like, do the things that you enjoy. We don't, I don't think that's at the forefront enough. We think that it needs to be like this checklist of like, oh, okay, I'm mm. I'm meal prepping. Here's what I'm supposed to be doing. And it's like, where's the why? Right. You don't even know why you're doing the thing that you're doing. Yeah. But we're expecting it to turn into this habit that's going to inevitably feel like you're doing chores. And it's like, right. Mm, I like that makes that. discipline so hard. Yeah, it does make discipline hard. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying to get back to my why. So to that, mm. I'm like, okay, why do I, yeah. why do I enjoy this stuff? I haven't played my singing bowls in forever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why did I even, why did I even get them? For a very specific reason. And it's like, I got to get back to that part. Yeah. And mm-hmm. find the why. And then I can like make it my habit without it feeling like a chore. I was literally talking about that with someone about how, um, all, everybody collectively is all it's all about the pandemic and what we've lost learned and gained over this period but even prior to that just like last five years of life right um I've just been taking inventory of what I've learned along the way and what's fallen to the wayside like you said and what I've gotten away from or put down need to pick back up need to let go whatever um and that why definitely is at the root of it like why not just did I get away from it, but why did it matter then? And how can that still be valuable now? If it is, if it is, yeah. cause maybe it's yeah. not applicable to this season of my life and my journey, you know, but maybe it wasn't in 2020 and now yeah. going into 2022, there's more space to accommodate that everything is tools. Right. And so, you know, which ones, which ones can we use? And before we, because we, we've got another like subtopic to this that's like just as crucial and important. But I told the crew about this tweet that had come up a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this girl on Twitter named Ebony Cutie. So it was kind of a short thread just about um, a different perspective on self-discipline. And I'm going to read it real quick. Uh, she said that trying to develop a healthier relationship with discipline and view it as one of the highest forms of self-love and not as the punishment I've been taught to look at it as throughout my life. And then she went on to say, I deserve discipline, order, and direction. I deserve to be intentional with the effort I put into myself. I deserve to sacrifice temporary satisfaction for delayed gratification. And it might not always feel good to do, but that doesn't, but it doesn't need to feel good for it to be good to me. Um, and then the last one was just that, she said, I'm trying to get back to myself and understanding that a lack of discipline isn't self-love, it's self-sabotage. And I was like, damn. Yeah. Like, that's that's so real. It sums it up perfectly of, of why um, discipline is one of those things that, like, I, I don't think I'll ever get tired of, like, pursuing. Yeah. That's I think the real. pandemic, um, it should have made us question 
what is normal and why like just like how Corey was saying like why is this our normal like and I feel like we are just kind of like on the verge of like political revolution because I feel like the more questions we ask the more we're getting to the root of just like hello exactly how our society is ran and actually how we are collectively unhappy with it like there's a reason there's thousands of likes and retweets on these tweets that we talk when we're talking about life and we're talking about jobs when we're talking about our mental health like you know like we have ways um of improving our society and I think people are just starting to get into the the point in their lives where they feel like they have the power to do so I just feel like everything seems so impossible when you know like um my parents were growing up and went to Jamaica for my birthday and majority of everybody who I was hanging out with like was like 40 and above um 50 and above and um like just it was a family trip so um I was I had a couple of conversations with um, an aunt of mine and she would get so offended at the idea that like, nah, like I'm not in love with labor. Like, I mean, I think it's dope that you I actually don't think it's dope. I actually think it's slavery. It sounds like slavery to me when you were talking about it. You were talking about it. And I was like, and damn, you, you have how we feel about you slavery. are a slave. Like, you know, how we feel about slavery over here. Like, no, I'm a black woman who I and I, I deserve luxury. Like, I'm not like. Um, I'm not addicted to the clock like you know and I understand that you know certain things are required if you want to achieve a certain like lifestyle you know what I'm saying based on what resources you have you do what you got to do but now nah, like having four hours of sleep every day at least four five to six days a week don't sound like a badge of honor to me and I don't feel like people are lazy if they don't want to do that anymore mm-hmm. like um she was like really against um like people not wanting to work during a pandemic i was like what the fuck like mm-hmm. I, I, i'm sorry i don't have no other word but that because it was like it, it just it just like yo you drank the kool-aid and it was like refreshing to you like you think this is how it's supposed to be and i'm like well you know we treat work in the black community like this badge of honor like you it said is a badge. like if you know i work i work survival. harder than you so i'm entitled to more than you but the thing is like if you the person who makes your life and creates your re- your reality and like you feel like you have to you feel if if your mind if you visualize like this is what i need to do in order to achieve what i need to do like go for it but i mean i'm not waiting until I'm, I'm not i'm not working two jobs in my 60s y'all got me fucked up I'm like no i'm not doing that like uh i'm doing everything in my power now to where i don't gotta do that but it's just like that don't seem like i've been working hard all my life okay <laughs> that <laughs> where that is part. it like and don't get me wrong i'm like i too work really hard you know like i work very hard um but like i'm not necessarily working for somebody else all the time you know what i'm saying and just it just feels like black people's relationship with rest is just so unhealthy like and just being called lazy for so many like on a cellular level like so many generations feeling like you always got to be doing something in 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 order to feel like a valuable person in society like i know like i can just wake up and exist as a human who don't bother nobody and like that's enough of a reason to want to exist like i don't have to like <laughs> when they was talking about the kids who was who wanted to be youtubers and bitcoin traders and whatever the fuck because it's like no nah, like they're they're not in, in love with the idea of labor like even when mm-hmm. you just i i'm not about to throw no more documentaries out there but zeitgeist you know like you think about just like like what a utopia would feel like what a perfect community would feel like if you watch black panther and you just whatever like your idea of like what a perfect world or a perfect society would look like like no nah, we can actually like 
she was always throwing back in my face, my aunt, like, you know, just like how well, like be realistic. What the fuck does realistic mean? Like realistic means that we had this idea and it happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess a black president wasn't realistic in the fifties. Like what is realistic? Like, yeah. you know, I, I feel like it's kind of like, but even they're, that, you got to ask yeah. that question. Kind of, yeah. you almost have to throw it all yeah. right back in the, the way of saying like, yeah. yeah. So tell me what's realistic about breaking my back and feeling like I have to maintain everything by myself. What's realistic about that? What's, what's maybe sustainable about that? Honestly, yeah. like, you go learn. and you manifested that. Like you manifested that, like you manifested this hard working person because you see that as a badge of honor, but now your knees are saying otherwise your ankles are saying otherwise, yeah. like your, your back is saying otherwise, you know what I'm saying? Again, we only got one body and it's just like, I'm going to try to take care of it as best as I can while I'm here, because I know it has to carry me through a lot more than what I'm doing right now. And I just feel like it's not a lot of planning for the future when you're in what is what's our survival mode? Like that has been like survival mode has just been like the buzzword yeah. just like over like the past three seasons for sure. Like it's like survival taught you these things, but like, when are you going to like, like black people really in their mind think that you are not allowed to enjoy your life until you are 65 and retired. Like after that, maybe you get to enjoy your life if you make it that, if you make it there. And I just feel like that is a ludicrous way to, to, to live. And I'm really committed to deprogramming that shit. Like, nah, like you, it don't gotta be like this. It don't gotta be a struggle. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not Miss Sophia. I'm not fighting my whole life. Y'all could do the fighting if y'all want to. I'm not a fighter. I'm look, <laughs> The more I grow old, I'm like, I am. I was never a fighter. I, it wasn't necessary. I'm not a fighter. I have no reason to be out here fighting. <laughs> like, because I don't feel like life should be a fight. And, hey, yeah, you know. That's real. That seems not so existence, on brand. at least. Even for you to not have, like, a yeah. traditional Thanksgiving of sorts, because you got to be in Jamaica. But, like, I feel like that was oh, the was thing that happened. Well, oh. yes. Yes. I didn't. You know what she meant. Go ahead. Yes. Was, Whole weekend things. I feel like I keep running into people that have had these Thanksgiving like breakthroughs with their family, families. And I'm not sure if it's because like pandemic. So we really haven't been able to. But also like I feel like we have been doing a lot of like soul searching in the last two years. We've been doing a lot of reading. We've now like achieved a different level of consciousness. And I just keep hearing people that are like having these like these blowout moments with their families. And a lot of the conversation is like, yo, you are mad at me for not wanting to be like you, but you sent me and you gave me an opportunity to be better. Right. Isn't that what you told me? You sent me to this place to get an education so that I can come back and not do the same thing that you did. That's literally what you're sending me to do. And it's like, now we have all these like resources and we can have the conversations. And now it's like, Oh, you just want to be lazy. And it's yeah. like, I want to be, I want to be able to live on the stuff that I did. I want to see the fruits of my labor. I don't want to mm -hmm. just hope that it sounds like jealousy. It does, and I and it I does. don't like and I don't, and I'm I be very careful with that word. And I was like, what? You want to live like this? Work smarter, not harder. Absolutely, I I absolutely am not in love with the idea of labor. I actually like working at working eight hours a day feels like slavery for me. I feel like it should be significantly less, but. You know, nobody told them that they could do like, that. Though. Yeah, like maybe nobody twenty-four hour okay. things. Maybe twenty-four hour things are convenient, but maybe we need to just incorporate waiting a mm. little bit more. Like maybe we need to incorporate more patience. Not everything has to be instantaneous. Like, nah, mm. these companies, like they'll be all right if, like, 
they gotta wait a week for their product as opposed to two days, they'll be okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, kindly. Kindly, you know? kindly. But yes, you're right. I mean, to some extent, like, but once we have to create the atmosphere for these things that we desire to exist, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. also, but also like in the mental state that we're all in just in, within our relationship to technology and instant gratification, we've already kind of like we we've already we've inhaled it already. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. can't go. We That's can't really true. backtrack. Convenience but, is that thing. Convenience is a thing. It's hard to break uh, loose from it too. Yeah. Um, once you get, once you see access and like how easy it is to get a thing, and you're like, oh, that's all I was missing. Yeah. Oh, I actually don't want to go back to whatever it was before. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, look at how we had to do it anyway. Like, I'm still sick that I can't go to Walmart at three o'clock in the morning. Pissed, pissed. But you know what? But that's good. You might not need to be there at the. Three I absolutely need hour. there. I absolutely need to be there at three o'clock in the morning. I don't want to see nobody. Mm-mm. I don't want to see nobody. Mm-mm. I got insomnia. I want to wake up and then do my activities in the night and when do I can't my sleep. Activities. And then and then go to sleep and wake up refreshed, knowing that I'm not gonna have shit else to do today. Just gotta work and exist. Be black and die. That's it. Those are all the guarantees that I, <laughs> those okay, are all the guarantees see. that I have for that day. But man, like imagine. Look, the reason why I think Walmart got worse because we have to all now go there between the hours of six and eight. Like when we was going there between six and eight. Come on now, pandemic lines. Come on, like no. All right. All right. It almost felt like real Walmart again, minus yeah. all the like hysteria. But. I just, I just really like even a midnight trip. A midnight. Let's let's call it a midnighter. Okay, you know, midnight, like I can see. Three like, a.m. is almost the ungodly right. hour, huh? It's, it's almost what? It's almost the ungodly hour. I used to go at three a.m., <laughs> but <laughs> the ungodly hour. not not consistently because we God know I love bear? sleep. That means if the sun is sleep, you should be too. Mm. Allegedly, when do the sun sleep? Amen. It's just on a different. It's just in a different it's place. Napping it, when oh, it's dark honey. out. Everybody knows that. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Ask Jeeves. I'm gonna take this opportunity to shout out the Tape Eater app. You know what it is. Download it to your phone. <laughs> your iPhone from the app store. Um any mixtape from anywhere, anytime, any place. Download the Tape Eater app. Ooh. I was gonna ask for uh, an air horn. You over there yawning. You sleepy? Why are you talking yeah. my business like that? They can see you now. Why are you? Like, but you, you ain't gotta make it hot. We could have cut that out. <laughs> well, you. What was that? that no, <laughs> you don't get. No, was you gonna cut it out? Was it? Was you? I ain't gonna lie. I ain't even know it was like, yawn. <laughs> like no, what do you play? I just felt like it was, you played it, it off happened. well. It happened. No, I didn't, I didn't get to finish we it before it I got it. Thing. It didn't even have to be a thing. It didn't, it didn't even have to be a thing. Oh, we turned it into a thing. <laughs> I, wow. like, I didn't think it needed to be a thing in that moment. I was just saying. I was, I'd be so tickled over here. <laughs> Ignore <laughs> me. We can't. We can't. We can't. No, but we we really like cover some good ground with discipline and just yeah. kind of paint a picture of what it's looked like for us over the years developing as as women, adults, but definitely as women too. Like yeah. Corey brought up a good point to the group of um, the idea of parenting ourselves yeah. and what that looks like as awkward divine millennials um you know i think i think for the that specific subset of divine human beings right i think that process looks a little bit different for us 
uh, for a lot of reasons. There's a lot of self-work, soul work that's done in the process. And then you have to reflect back over what um, what your parenting looked like up until this point and then what it looks like now that it's your responsibility. And so, Corey, really, um, well, yeah, like just elaborate on where that idea came from for you. Honestly, a lot of like like what we've been talking about, how we're like forming these new habits, trying to like get back into routine and a lot of and I think we kind of touched on this early in like the first season where we're like, I'm growing into my grown woman body and da 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 da. And part of that thing is like the things that I had in routine that I'm like that I feel like I instantly go back towards are things that don't necessarily serve me anymore. Mm. And so the ways in which I'm parenting myself now have to kind of take account to like, do I really need to be doing this? At a point in time, I was, you know, working out regularly doing, you know, just trying to stay in shape. But also that was just like the knee jerk reaction to being a college athlete or being an athlete for a good amount of my life where this was just the norm. And then it got to a point where I was like, I don't actually, I don't need to be college ready I'm not stepping on nobody's college mm-hmm. playing nothing like the best you'll get is me coaching some kids mm-hmm. and then even still like yeah I'm in tip-top shape yeah. with that like and it's just like okay we need to take real inventory and ask like what is really serving us and what's not mm-hmm. what are some things that I learned this year alone was just like I when everything works I'm a strong communicator when everything is going the way it needs to, strong. Now I feel like I'm at a point where I have like just operated independently for such a long time that it's really hard for me to kind of get back into the rhythm of like checking on my friends, slowing myself down, trying to be present in this moment, going to the grocery store, you know, just cre- creating these habits. And like that looks totally different than it even did at the top of this year. Cause now I have this other thing that I need to figure out how to juggle, but do it my way. Mm-hmm. And so that and like relationships has been, Ooh, we here, but I'm just trying to figure out like Corey is 27 wrapping up this year. She'll be 28 very soon. And then that whole idea of like, Oh, it's a new year, new me. I need to reinvent myself. And it's like, yeah, or I can just take some inventory, figure out what's working and better on the stuff that works. Yeah, mm-hmm. eventually you get to the place where you don't really need to reinvent anymore. It's like, nah, I like this. I like yeah. I like her. So I'm just going to just figure just out. more of that. Yeah, yeah I want more mm-hmm. of this. Yeah. But, like, how can I amplify these things that I love about her? So I think that's that's a, th- that's a real thing. Um, um, at least when it comes to parenting myself, um we all like complain about like what we think our parents should have, could have, would have done all of the above. And I try not to uh, carry any resentment behind that. But if anything, like when it comes to parenting myself, I try not to just think about what went wrong, but it's like, okay, well, if you was there, what, what, what would you have done? You know, like just, it goes with the narrative, the narrative that we choose our parents, you know what I'm saying? And I'm at a stage right now where it's kind of like the reverse. You're going to have to take on the role of parenting your parents, reparenting your parents too, Mm -hmm. to show them like, nah, like this is effective, you know? Um, And if you're a person who even kind of think like if you, for this, for the people who don't have children, like if you don't have children and you're thinking about having children, like what would that look like? So this exact scenario happens again. Like, what would you do? Like what, you know, 
it's it's weird having to force yourself to be the adult that you didn't know could exist Mm -hmm. because when you're learning right from wrong and say like especially if like whatever trauma you have or just you know like what went wrong um while you were a child like is still associated with wrong and the reaction is like anger the reaction is blind frustration you know as a like i really have been having to get to the root of like why did that hurt you so bad like or you know what i'm saying that's real and then and then like i i i had to be honest with myself it's like nah talk to me nice like i am a person i really can't handle being like talk too crazy because i'm just like huh (laughs) it just be confusion i'll like i i really notice myself like zoning out when i like when i hear a tone that like i don't (laughs) i don't know what that is we gotta figure out what that is that might be a personality flaw we gotta figure that out i'm like i don't even hear i didn't hear nothing you said because <laughs> because i assumed you wasn't talking to me <laughs> so like uh why what i just what? i just had to do a look in the distance at the camera keep going <laughs> why you keep going i'm speaking with my eyes over here <laughs> like, i mean yeah no thank you for the direction but why you say it like that like it was you know like I I don't know. I've I've dealt with a lot of adults with really bad temperaments to children, and so like even like in my in my twenties, like I was just like, I mean, uh, I had to have some friends tell me like, yeah, they ain't been here that long, like they don't know, and I was like, you're right, them niggas ain't been there that long. These niggas, like you know, kids like haven't been here that long, and don't get me wrong, like we do, like they are little idiots and they just be doing shit sometimes, but you know, like. I think there's not there doesn't need to be a gray area with right and wrong, but I just feel like just the way we approach whatever we see is wrong just needs to be a little bit huh, gentler, I think maybe. But I mean, also I understand it's some kids who do not understand gentle things. Like, but also I think one one of the things that I've noticed like uh, like amongst like at least within the black community is like people are very judgmental of the way people like parent their children like they're just the way they talk to and deal with them like just because you needed whoopings don't mean your kid need whoopings or just you know because maybe this kid need to be talked to like this but this kid don't need to be talked like talked to like this like you know um just really I, I think it just comes with getting to know your child as opposed to like raising them to be a person you want them to be like robot and mm. you know what I'm saying or like I I, I realized there was a disconnect a in that what did you say? Having that real discussion. Yeah, it's like I think I think my parents are are cool with who I turned out to be, but I know I'm definitely not who they imagined I would be. But it's mm-hmm. just kind of like no, nah, like, but I'm cool though. Like I like I like who I am right now. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like um, to a tone, like maybe sometimes like parents can't see beyond like what they wanted you to be. So like if you did not turn out like that, then maybe you know you're just like I mean, it's just whatever. I mean like you can't. You, you your, your, your child is a person you know what I'm saying like and I feel like if we we notice more things about them at a younger age and knew how to nurture those things like actually paid attention to the emotional needs of our children you know what I'm saying I feel like it would just be easier easier to communicate certain things with them and yeah. and I don't and I don't have kids but I've you know I've worked with enough kids that aren't mine to, to where like I've been able to experiment and see what doing don't work see what i'm not doing as an adult if i'm like i truly feel like if i'm not getting the point across then it's not then i need to change and i feel like it's we grew up thinking it was the other way around so it's interesting to kind of like yeah um 
even just like with discipline, it requires self-esteem. Like, you know, just believing that you have the ability to recreate your own reality. You have the ability, like if, if you want to lose this weight, like you can visualize what you're, what it looks like, you know, like you can get beyond whatever mental block that you have. And it takes confidence to do that for sure. Sure. How would you all say your financial discipline? Wait, what's your answer? I have one. Okay. I was like deeply interested in listening, so I wasn't even waiting for a moment to jump in with a response. I was like intensely listening to y'all. You Usually I'm like ready to go because I'm like, let me get my thought out before I forget it. No, I was like engrossed. You kind of just snapped me back to reality just now a little bit. Okay. <laughs> just being honest, I was just. I received that. I wasn't listening to respond. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But no. Um, well, what? Repeat the question then so I can circle it back and come up with an answer for myself. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> Why are y'all laughing? <laughs> Do you really want to? I don't want to force yes, you to. Yes. No, no, no. Go ahead. ask about finances. But if you want to answer. Yeah, go ahead. You want to. I do. Okay. Final answer. for dogs. Okay. But when I be doing that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it, yeah, I mean, you yeah. know what? The, the dog specifically, though. The person that designed it is probably pit. the color of your shirt. So yeah, I was just they probably pit did. Drinking is yeah, multi-use. All right, fuck it. All right. No, I think that's so a smart ahead, conclusion. The question. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm no. sorry. I'm sorry. You were saying. <laughs> When parenting yourself, what does yes. it look like? Yes. And what are what are some things that you would do to so, parent yourself? What would you do differently? Is that what you said? Kinda. Yeah, it is. Come on, keep going. You sure. <laughs> so I like that. So I like, like Lex that. mentioned earlier, um, we all tend to like do this. Hopefully it's just a phase for all of us. Best of luck to people still navigating like their issues with their parentals but um we all go through this phase of like analyzing and critiquing the job that our parents did with raising us and I think it's natural to like for me at least to take that model and then like tweak it um this is why I don't make eye contact and so I'm sorry I'm sorry and, and so for me um I was I was blessed that I guess I was just such an old soul. Like I've been a granny my whole life. <laughs> I was born a granny. Um my my parents really just trusted me to like guide myself. Um like I was a real life Matilda. <laughs> like, but with parents that love me. <laughs> mm -hmm. And and so I say that because I went through a phase in my my mid-20s, I feel like, where I kind of had held this like frustration of like well who's supposed to tell me what to do now like who's supposed to guide me now like I have to do it now and so now for me um I have to kind of lean on that confidence of whatever they saw in you before like you probably embody that on your most core level so you should trust yourself just as much as they did mm -hmm. but also um on the flip side of that I try to implement more discipline into myself than was required of me growing up. So required of me growing up, there was none. You didn't have to. I did it already. You didn't have to remind me to do much, except for clean my room. But, you know, um, so now I try to be intentional with, like, 
making myself do the things I don't necessarily want to do. Um, I'm trying to think of some examples of what those would be. Paying off debt for sure. Um, and that can kind of segue in us talking about financial discipline and parenting ourselves through our finances. But um, that area of my life, certainly, I'm, I'm still building um, a, a parental layer around that. But I think even in like my nurturing of myself or um, how I navigate relationships, like I try to, um, I don't know, just just try to, uh, if, if you didn't already do it on your own, me to myself, like what else could you be doing if someone would have just reminded you like, hey, you need to do that too. I don't That's know if that question. really, if that really connects that diet, but yeah. It makes me ask another question and then, mm-hmm. but have y'all like, and it doesn't have to be like limited to this year or anything, but as long as you guys have been like parenting yourselves and like working on that intentionally, has there been any moments that you guys have hit that are like, Ooh, this is so uncomfortable. Yes. And All it's of like, them. Hmm. <laughs> so, like ooh. with that in All mind, has there been like any one in particular that y'all are willing to like, talk about own sit with but like express that you're like yeah this is something I've identified and this is either like how you're working through it or how you've you've worked through it if you're already past it for sure hands down relationships romantically friendship for sure but um and I think with those the light answer without going too deep into it is showing up like showing up within my romantic relationships showing up within my friendships mm-hmm. Um, like that's very intentional and on no level do I force myself, but it's one of those things of, of like discipline or like parenting myself. And I think outside of that conflict, Mm. conflict Mm -hmm. with friends, like speaking up is definitely a a very still an uncomfortable space for me. And it's one that the older I get, the more I find so, so necessary and crucial to not run away from. And I used to joke all the time about how my mom, like from 30 and up, she just changed. (laughs) It was like when she turned and I, let me see, let me see. By the time she turned 30, I would have been like elementary school approaching middle school. Um, But I just, I've actively remember from like 32 that's when she started like changing but now as now that I'm a woman I see that she was just reaching her like evolution as a woman Mm -hmm. and really owning um her voice and owning her identity and just all of these things that I I wasn't familiar with in my like early early phases of life which I'm sure mothers can probably really agree with across the board but yeah like I remember watching her like even down the like just being more expressive or cussing more or just speaking her mind and now that I'm approaching that phase of womanhood it's like oh I get it mm-hmm. no fucks given mm-hmm. and even be remove that layer of it right it's just like no I exist and I'm about to be hurt because what the hell like it's too exhausting to not be hurt I think you get to that <laughs> point Ooh, I gotta write that down <sighs> a word was said. <laughs> hey, Let yeah. it breathe. And felt. Yeah, um, which is a perfect sweat segue into mine. Ooh. <laughs> uh I don't think anybody who's ever met me would would feel like I had ever had an issue with my voice. Um, but uh yeah, I did. Um the most the most uncomfortable uh revelation that I've had at least when it came with just like how I was raised is just like um emotional vulnerability Mm -hmm. um 
I have two very extremes as parents, like one that feels nothing and one that feels like, where are you even getting these feelings? Like, you know, and so having to kind of just be like, I don't even know if them feelings exist. Like, I don't know where the fuck, like, like, you know, and just it, like the the more you dig, it all just kind of like the root cause of just all of whatever I think is wrong with me is like rooted in fear. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we all understand, you know, everything is kind of like an extension of fear or love. So, of course, it only makes sense. But just like a really uncomfortable relationship with fear, a really like um, tr- my trust issues, um, my trust issues were really uncomfortable to um, address specifically because like on so many occasions like we call it gaslighting now but I was taught not to trust myself like the experience that you're feeling right now no nah, it didn't happen like that like that's just in your like <laughs> I don't know if it's just in my imagination like no nah, that thing that you're concerned about that thing that you know like um makes me think of archangel um on uh black mirror that was a real um like uh with the chip or whatever like when you know you can like uh like when your kid is scared like you can see the elevated heart rate or you know like when you can you know like when the you know your kid is like excited the dopamine just whatever you can see like literally the chemical levels and it's just kind of like i mean like this was an area of concern for me and um I think just invalidation, like just like that, your lived experience did not happen to you the way you saw it. <laughs> it happened. This is what really happened. And it's like, now if you were talking to maybe a kid and you're trying to explain some things away, okay, but like, it's just like, nah, this happened. I'm 30 and I remember this. And I, and I barely remember what I did yesterday. So the fact that I remember this so vividly, it had to have happened. I'm mm-hmm. not crazy. Like really teaching myself that I'm not crazy. I've been called crazy my whole life, legitimately, whether it was, you know, um, due to a personality defense mechanism, like that shit was real. Like make people think you're crazy and then they'll just stop fucking talking to you. Make people think you're crazy and then they'll just leave you the fuck alone. Like real shit. So social defense mechanisms and versus, you know, like, being in my experiences being invalidated like having to unlearn that that is like like yo you can't dictate how people feel you know what i'm saying like it's in just because you taught yourself to turn that part of your brain off if you you taught yourself to um reject this part of yourself for survival mm-hmm. you know or just whatever made sense at the time that doesn't mean like that doesn't mean that's the same truth for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like honoring my truth was made it easier to accept somebody else's truth about me. Like, you know, and you know, I I, I don't feel like I've ever been a person who's, you know, really like had an issue with accepting criticism. Usually I'm pretty open to just at least figuring out where the problem is to solve the problem. But like, like valuing your own opinion, like, (laughs) like that took time for me to start valuing my own opinion like but and and as a person who's very opinionated it feels kind of like off because like some I would fire off opinions without caring who it hurt who it you know like who it affected because like I was I I taught myself how to turn those things off that doesn't mean everybody else was taught that same thing Mm -hmm. so like just it, it taught me to have more respect for other people's feelings by acknowledging 
really having respect for other people's feelings is what made me start having respect for my own feelings. Like when you feel when you grow up and your feelings are not respected, like when your boundaries are not respected as a child, it's very difficult to like extend that extend that like mm-hmm. extend that grace to others and like to teach yourself like nah like just because another person didn't give you this gratification just because this other person didn't give you this validation that you feel like you needed like like really train coaching my brain to like nah you felt that there's a reason you felt that and like it exists this is your experience and you just need to just live your experience so um I think that was for sure probably the most uncomfortable thing I had to face because I had to um, address a lot of things that like it now, like today that I don't agree with how I handle things, you know what I'm saying? And acknowledging like literally where you went wrong. And that's the thing like that I think it's difficult with parents to like swallow, like as you're like, no, that I'm not, I'm not coming for y'all when I'm trying to figure out what went wrong. I'm coming for myself. Like I'm trying to figure out what went wrong with me and in order to do that like it's it all goes back to what do we all say like how you was raised or you know home training or just whatever the fuck you want to associate it with not all home training makes sense you know what i'm saying like whatever we all agree or disagree that we think we need as as people in order to exist in a a, a space with other people and be okay like no like no i don't think that was right like that Mm -hmm. don't feel right in my spirit and then just Again, like I, t- I talked about it with men, but I the, I think the reason I can see it so vividly with men is because like, I mean, I, it was a masculine dominated household emotionally, at least. So I had to, you know, like reintegrate spirituality back in my life to get in touch with my emotions and like be OK with how I felt. Um, so, yeah, like it's it, it all comes full circle for me in just a lot of different areas. But mm-hmm. has yeah. it gotten easier for you now or is it something that you feel like? Is it something you feel like you continue to like practice and work on and maintain? Or is it something that you're like, I've got it. That was definitely my thing. I've hit the the stride. I kind of know. I feel like I've definitely hit a stride. And I finally feel like it when like I'm starting to see. Okay, like, let me just approach it this way and see how and see what happened. Let me let me just approach it differently than how I traditionally like would have approached it and just see how I go. And even if it blows up in my face, sometimes I have to be patient enough with myself to give other people time to process what I'm saying too, like whatever I expressed as well. So, um I think I finally hit a stride. Like I feel I feel like I'm a lot more patient with myself and with others in order to, you know, just be emotionally vulnerable when I feel like it matters. If I like if that. that, I like that. that. I feel like I talk in circles sometimes, so I gotta. I had to. I had to bring it home. Just to emphasize <laughs> the point that was made, because the word was said. Oh, well, I appreciate that. I received mm. that because you the gym dropper. You the gymmer. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah. about to say what. Follow. Follow it up. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Ongoing practice is definitely my diplomacy. Mm. I elaborate y'all know how I just like to I just like to go um I don't like conflict I'm not it's not and and I hate that it even has to be a disclaimer like I'm not afraid of conflict but it's like I don't go searching for it I'm not running from it but also why if I don't need it and like the diplomacy in me is always like well if I don't have a if I don't have an opinion then yours will work like Mm. I and I don't know if that's just because of, again, like the good kid, bad kid, like kind of raising Ooh, myself, I felt that. being like 
not raising myself alone because my parents were definitely my parent um was very much involved my grandparents were definitely involved but like that notion of like, well, I don't want to be in trouble. I don't like trouble. So I'm going to just do what I need to do. You ain't got to worry about me. Just drop me off at the library. I'm good. I'm going to follow all the rules. And it's like, mm-hmm. over time, it's always like, well, if I don't have a, if I don't feel a way, then I don't care. Like, whatever. And that has been a blessing and a curse because, you know, I'm down to go with the flow. But also when there's a moment when I do feel a thing, it's hard for me to kind of be like. Prioritize it. All right, so it's my turn because I, I, I have that notion of, like, people will people are not, like, keeping track of how many times you do a service for them or, like, how many times you let a pass pass. But it's also, like, come on now. It ain't always about you. Let it be about me sometimes. Like, mm. you remember that I didn't let that thing trip? You remember how I let you pick the food 17 times in a row? Maybe swing it back my way. Just ask. Cause in and in my mind I'm like that would just be the thing to do. That's what Jesus would do, right? Mm. You just bring it back <laughs> around. Sometimes just check in. But like as a adult, I'm just learning like how to communicate those things. And again, it goes to <laughs> set boundaries, find peace, which I haven't moved on. Seventy. Can you say, let me know when they back in stock? Cause I, I need to go on a quick plan. That might be book. Club. It's a lot to swallow, and like it might be book club. I'm ready to. I'm ready to put it. Write it in pencil. Yeah. <laughs> mechanical to, yeah. it's a lot to. to it's a lot to intake and it makes you just reevaluate like not necessarily like how you've contributed to your own demise but how you contributed like to things based on like the way you were taught boundaries and it is it all come it all comes down to boundaries really yeah. it all does and, and i you, love you mentioned you was you was reading some notes about some capricorn shenanigans happening yeah. in venus and you know what did you find what were your findings Wait, real quick, before you give your findings, let me go ahead and shout out the Tape Eater app one more time. Shout out to the Tape Eater app. Make sure you download it. Right, You going to the App Store right now, AK? Yeah. Looks like it. Go to the App Store, download the Tape Eater app. Make sure you download any mixtape from anywhere, anytime. Straight to your iPhone. No strings attached. Shabuya. Run it. Oh, Run it. What booyah. you got for her? Uh, yeah. I just yeah. felt like a, a Shibuya roll call. I like that. In that moment. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna make you go searching, but yeah, no. I was gonna say because you know, I am very much. I have a Capricorn placement in Venus, yeah. and so that's, really, oh dang, yeah, that's why, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's why I thought you was reading on it. I was like, oh, look at her trying to find. No, me. that was, was. No, that was completely was applicable me, yeah. to in house. That it was, was about me. Oh, that man. was exclusive to us. It was about me. Wow, AK searching but, for her, her things. No, and all that just means is like literally, I you know I kind of make a practice of trying to give people grace and space to do what they want to do. And I always want people to feel comfortable. I always want people to feel at home. And so sometimes it, it puts me on the back burner and I'm trying to learn more to like create that balance. And so a lot, a lot of that uncomfortable, like ooh, feeling was like, dang, should I have said something sooner? And then talking to myself, cause it's always like a, I think I'm always trying to like make it make sense. And so when I ask the question of like, should I have done something differently? I'll be like, well, it wasn't a big deal until it was. And, and that's the thing too. The th- and then that's always the thing. Mm-hmm. Cause when it, when it becomes a big deal, then it kind of, it comes off like I'm brash and I'm rude and why you wait so long. And it's like, well, I didn't care until I did. And then when I did, I told you. And at that point, I was just stating the facts. Kaylani made an album called It Was Good Until It Wasn't. And it was good. 
and that's just kind of how it works you sometimes. Have, you have the right to change yeah. your mind, and you no, have the right to change. Like, but I identify with that because yeah. you do have the right to change your mind. But then also, sometimes when you like, what about the people that find strength in sticking with their first mind and find weakness in changing their mind? Because I, str- I used to struggle with that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you change your mind, like that's that's weak minded. That's you know, I I don't know. I don't. That probably comes from church and religion, but it's not a drag of it, but. Um, I feel that, like I yeah. built that tolerance of like my faith was rooted in not willing to question things. I feel like that's that patience that is preached a lot of the times, but it's also kind of hollow in the sense of it's like, yeah, but at some point it's complacency. Like it's when, yeah, when you exactly. like, comfortable yeah. and we don't have an opinion and when is it like now you just you silent. Close I had to get super deep fed. and go like literally literal like with it, but like what is the opposing theory to religion to Christianity? Evolution, and like to quite literally bring up the word evolution. I mean, it means a constant change. Like you're mm-hmm. constantly changing, and I really feel like the religion, as much as structure matters, like. Like I'm I like I am very grateful that I grew up in the church. I'm very grateful that, you know, like I had the opportunity to sing in the choir and had like a full black church experience. But I also see a lot of areas where I'm just like, nah. Eat the meat, spit all the bones. Yeah, eat the meat, spit the bones out. Like that that yeah. Auntie. That was my that was a granny quote. That for was real, very for real. colored of y'all. That was very colored. I felt like a hum in the undertones of when you said that. I heard a You hum. see how you holding yourself right now? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Do I just need a rock? Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. it. You just missing a little rock. Yeah, go hum, hum real quick. Hum mm. your favorite hymn, just in the background, and then I'm gonna talk. Oh, go ahead. A wag of your feet mm-hmm. of a foot. It seems like mm. keep going, keep humming mm-hmm. on the day to day that mm-hmm. somehow you just gotta call mm-hmm. on them. I just want the people to just take note of y'all in y'all's full essence. This is them, y'all. Ta-da! Ta-da! Did y'all see that video of, and I'll I'll get back to the Venus and Capricorn, but did y'all see the video of, um, it's like a Black fit. Okay, Kansas City. Did y'all see Missouri? Specifically. Y'all know we in Missouri. They ain't going nowhere. They ain't going nowhere. They just playing with the lights. I gotta stop saying that. Anyway. It's a video of a black family on Thanksgiving this past year, and they like all sat on the steps and was singing "Bad Romance," and it was like they. <laughs> but then it got to the uncle. Why am I not in this family? Or the grandpa? <laughs> yeah, and then he just completely remixed it. He was like, "I got a bad romance." <laughs> That makes me think of that teacher who was doing the Trey songs impersonations, and he did oh like he sang the. Uh, um, big Meech song like in like a church hymn I think I'm Big Meech Larry Hoover I can't whipping work Hallelujah. I love our people so much I do I really One do nation. I can see why people mad I can see why they mad it's too much that song in the club it's what like like so, I'm glad I got like you know I'm, I'm glad I got that you know that spiritual con- like the connection to spirituality was definitely created, but definitely like the way I viewed like God and religion and spirituality and the universe and how everything works with like just it's it's definitely just evolved, and I feel like 
like you were saying earlier, like when, it, like even the text is limited. Like we can't, ain't no more books. Did nobody else write no more books? Or they put all the books in just one book? Like I just feel like. I feel like somebody saw it differently, you know, and I guess that's why there's so many, I guess, denominations of like, you know, a lot of religions and, you know, I guess you can just, but it's still very confined. And again, like in the spirit of Sagittarius season, like we do not like confinement. We, we, we give us free. I like almost overly embrace change. Like I'm always ready. I'm ready for the next thing, like during the current thing, which is why, like, I even, I even struggle with staying present sometimes just with the project that like finish this, <laughs> like finish this first like so um yeah and like i think it all comes with again completing cycles like knowing when your cycle is up with something and knowing when it's time to create a new one for yourself when just make sure that who who you're trying to be is in alignment like what you're doing is in alignment to be whoever you're trying to be but just knowing what that looks like yeah yeah straight up that's right yeah yeah, so any final words, ladies, you know, on the self-parenting, inner children, self-parenting that inner child? Y'all be coming from the, the ends to the to the root for y'all, for y'all inner child. My inner child was very tender-headed, but that's because... I pray I don't have no tender-headed child. I hated that video on Twitter, oh my God, like when that lady was like, what, like combing the kid's hair, like on like the... Had to hold that baby hair from the roots. I was like, what the hell, like, I'll be crying <laughs> Dude, why are you abusing yeah. this child abuse? My was mama really was so gentle like, with my hair growing up. What? I ain't had nobody as gentle as my mama yet in my head. Except yeah. for that time I took shrooms and I she was slapping like me I upside had, my head. I had some aunt, like some aunts like, wow. Wow. Um, I've had some aunts I know for a fact take revenge on me or like just on my hair. Like there's mm. there's there like just like I know, like I'm so sorry. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've already done it. I was like, yeah, we're gonna have to grow out of these ponytails real quick, Mama. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to start getting wraps. That's what I need. So I know that's it. I had a perm when I was nine. Like, I, we we can't do this no more. So we gotta figure something else out. I think the uh, it's just as far as wrapping up and final thoughts. Yeah, I think for whatever reason, maybe it's because I need to do more inner child work that I get annoyed with the concept of inner child work. Mm-hmm. Um, because I you find myself wonder where you, when you're gonna be like when the child is no longer a child. Cause listen, high school me needs some needs some care. You know what I mean? And don't then well, let's not even bring up college. But I think um I I would in, encourage us all, myself included, to um if this makes sense, parent future you. Like don't be afraid to like parent and nurture who you're gonna be. Like, let past you look out for future you. Constantly. Constantly. Uh, in in whatever that way that's applicable. Pocket. Be the blunt that you find in your pocket. All right. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. Okay. Sorry. My bad. Uh, um, we didn't say nothing. <laughs> we ain't said nothing. We ain't said I'm nothing. I'm glad they got the cameras close to y'all faces Be now that. so they can see. They can see. May- watch us on YouTube, guys. We got whole new things bank ranking. Um. Yeah. So I guess you should. You should be the. What, what'd you say? Ariana. This is what we said. I didn't say nothing. Keep going. Say what you were saying. My, Keep going. My, Chili my Willie. My friend. Right. <laughs> Y'all gonna be on camera like she's so awkward. Why she sitting like that? Cause she cold. Cause Mark got the heat on seventy one. Uh. Anyway. 
he wears all black and he wears like hoodies and like Timberlands to <laughs> Timberlands to bed. <laughs> black ones. Mark got a uniform, y'all. Like he stick to it. Listen, like, you need to chime in on discipline. Minimalist. What do you want to know? Like, cause I mean, you like, sure ain't been listening right, past right, hour. Right. Fun listen, fact: man. He does not listen to. He us. don't listen to our podcast, y'all. I have to visually get these cues right. What? Um. What? Allegedly. Do you feel like you operate in discipline, or is it just effortless for you? Oh, uh, there's things that become inherent in second nature, but I mm. work at it all the time. I like that. I have a very that's a good answer. What you cool expect from Batman? Try to fill it out even more. That's probably because you'd be up here in your back cave looking down at the city. I'm I'm glad you're you doing more. I'm glad you're doing schedule. more Instagram stories, like from up here. So now they can. Mark found some whole viral <laughs> uh, Instagram famous. Well, they're probably worldly famous. I won't play them like that. Twin but sauce? yeah, the dancers because you was up here being Batman while they was right, dancing for TikTok. Like, what the hell? Come to find out, they did a whole production out there. Yeah, did. They killed it. Yeah, they, they did. Shout out here, to them. Here come Batman up here in the cave, the Bat Cave. Up here in the Bat Cave. <laughs> but no, that, but and I, I specifically asked here. Mark because Mark's like very, I don't know, everything he does seems very intentional or just like fuck the world or something. He has very well taken care of plants. Is this a real plant? Yeah, that's a real plant. Where'd you get it from? Uh, what's the place in Overland Park? Well, that's a lot of them. It's but like okay, how much you pay for it? You paying crypto? Like, $30. Really? And Stop playing. Cafe Fiat Equinox? You only pay them in what? Don't Fiat. go there, y'all. Fiat. 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 Like the, like the car? Uh, so. You using neem oil? That's what Corey uses. $30? Like using. I, make sure the camera pick you up on this You don't be using plans. neem oil? I didn't say... <laughs> It was it was like that's not what you. I, I didn't disagree with you. Oh, <laughs> I'm laughing. Because that's what you, you use. I okay, do. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm laughing because you, you use neem oil. <laughs> I thought that. I thought it was a universal plant parent. I'm trying to learn. Stick to flowers, I, I, baby. Stick I to like flowers. It. I believed you. I Yo. believed that you were a plant lover when you said that. Man. Yo, and that brought joy. Look, I was having I, look, I was tripping one time and I like had a thought about plants and just like the sun and stuff like with our hair. Like I feel like I came back from Jamaica and Ariana's like, Your hair grew like three inches and I was like, Yo, like we need to we need to get in the sun. Like we gotta figure out like maybe people aren't built for the cold. Maybe global warming isn't you know what, never mind. I'm I'm not even gonna say that on ear. I apologize. Corey. But I'm getting uh look so uh last thoughts. For the episode, oh, for the topic, um, I would just say what everyone else has said. As we go into the end of this year, as we navigate through some holidays, as we kick off a new year, try to stay present, but also start asking yourself the uncomfortable questions. And if mm. you haven't, if you haven't had an uncomfortable thought thus far this year, you need to sit down and really ask yourself: Like, did you learn anything? And what's something that it's not going to serve you that you don't need to carry with you and then yeah. do the work to, you know, yeah, lighten your load for yeah. 2022. Cause it's coming. Yeah. And it's going to be good. It feel like it's going to be That made good. me think of my journal advice. And I'm going to just say that before I get off. Like if you journal, like get a new one every year and just like take what you yes. need, leave the rest of it. Like reread that shit for real. And like, like rewrite the things that like, I, I, I know it ain't just me. Sometimes y'all be having them thoughts and it's like, wait a minute. Like that was, 
that was some that was bars, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like that was some shit I just wrote down. So yeah, like take what you need, need the rest of it. Like continue to like those those aha moments. Like keep up with them. Like keep practicing yeah. them. Keep motivating yourself and like and burn the old one. Yep. So you don't revisit what you've already cleared. You know what I'm saying? I I think it's keeping track of what you've already cleared keeps you from repeating cycles a little bit more and more. And that is pleasure activism, the history of you mm. and your history matters and believe yeah. yourself when, when you write in your story of your history in your journals. And, uh, yeah, I think I that's think, got to be, I think that's gotta rap. be a wrap. Oh, we'll wrap it up then. Bow, 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 bow. All right, and pray. Beautiful, guys. Dynamite. That is. All right, makeup. Can I get makeup? Can I get a powder on the nose? Powder on the nose. I, I know who you are, Nia. I just said your name. All right, good job, guys. Sounds good. Mm. For the Bible. We're still recording. I'm glad. <laughs> I, 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 I hope you keep it in there. I hope Some it stay in there. Because we don't cut, we don't Mark. edit no clips. I she hope it stay I in got there. Something I hope it stay there. I hope your face yes. specifically stay there. I hope it stay there. <laughs> and I stay there. And I stay there. Oh man. And I stay there.